Hello and welcome back to the Keeper Lit Podcast with me, your host, Tara Gallagher. Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of the Keeper Lit Podcast. I have, I say a special guest, but you're here all the fucking time. You're basically, it's your podcast too. Hello, how are we? Good, we have Karen with us today. So for anyone who eavesdrops back on the Q&As who maybe isn't on Thrive, um, Karen is one of the coaches on the team along with myself and we usually do the Q&As together um, but I thought today because one of the clients did bring up this topic about habits we could do a full podcast episode on it because I feel like we are James Clear's yeah, number one yeah, honestly <laughs> there's just so much to talk about it as well I feel like it's just more than a question yeah answer than it is a full podcast worthy yeah it is it's like a full breakdown and also like how do we relate this to actual real life because sometimes I find when you read like self-help books you're like what yeah like what does that mean or it feels like too overwhelming but actually we are genuinely like the product of our habits whether Mm -hmm. they're they're good or bad like what we do most of the time is down to the habits that we have um and kind of why the way we are the way we are or like what we do majority of the time is is, how you feel yeah I think it's all just linked back to your actual daily habits yeah and it's all automatic yeah yeah it's mad you don't even think about those no. things and it's often the times when your habits which we will get into like building and creating good habits and getting rid of bad habits but sometimes your better habits can slip mm-hmm. and you don't even realize and then all of a sudden you're like oh why am I feeling a bit off or a bit weird or feeling like I'm stuck in the rush and then when you actually look at your habits and the awareness of what's going on in the day-to-day that's when you can pinpoint what to change that is 100% true it like we are just a system of habits whether they're good or they're bad and that's what I want to want people to get across is just that like whilst this is talking about building good habits getting rid of bad ones like we all have them I still have bad habits mm, yeah. you still have bad habits like there's some that will probably die a little bit harder kind of like even if you think about it like growing up like the the patterns you have in your household they're also habits like you know you when you're a kid and like you woke up and you had Cocoa Pops, yeah. but then you go to a friend's house and like they were never allowed to have Cocoa Pops. Mm-hmm. You don't even think about that because it's just like something that's in your house that you just got up and you did, whereas you go to somebody else's and that was not like a habit or a routine in their household. Um, so everyone has different habits going on in their lives right up until you basically die. And that's what we're going to get into today. So by definition, essentially, a habit is a behavioral pattern which is acquired by repetition, which means you're doing it repetitively um, and you do it regularly. And then it basically becomes nearly completely involuntary, um, essentially. So it's something that you're doing over and over and over and over again, but you, you aren't be- basically not conscious of the fact that you're even doing that because no, it's, it's so ingrained, yeah, literally. Um, and it's all controlled by your brain. But the good news is that you can change it. Woo! Woo! <laughs> and you can create new routines and new habits. Like, that is literally what it falls down to. So like, if you've ever seen anybody who like literally changes their lives, it's not one single thing that they've done. It's like a complete set of new habits that they've instilled in themselves. Yeah. Over time, repetitively, the word that we love is consistency. Absolutely. And that's when you see people are like, a big lifestyle change or this is a lifestyle change. Like that's basically the crux of it is the yeah. habits change Yeah. Um, that we're looking for. Yeah, that is so true. Whenever you see lifestyle change, think habit change. Mm-hmm. Like, what did they do differently? Like, maybe they never got up before and now they get up a little bit earlier. Or maybe they never walked before and now they yeah. are somebody who walks and they identify as somebody who walks. So it all kind of comes in. Now, on this topic, a big person who will be mentioned is James Clear. So for anybody who doesn't 
know who James Clear is. He is a author. He's probably many other things than an author, <laughs> but I know him as the guy who yeah. read Atomic Habits. So if you haven't read the book, which I also understand why people, some people think like self-help books, there's just too much in them. Mm-hmm. Like, I think even you could probably do a few chapters of that book and get a lot out of the book. Like Definitely. I've gone back to that book a few times, even maybe I haven't read it the full way through like once or twice. But from the first chunk of it, you're like, I get it. I, I get what I need to do again. Yeah. Like it ingrains it again. So we'll refer to his book quite a lot um, and explain what he kind of talks about. So I don't think he pioneered the habit loop. I'm pretty sure it was before. Yeah, I think it's like a scientific yeah. thing, but he just explains it in more practical terms. Yeah, which is what we Which are. we will continue to break down even <laughs> further. Absolutely, <laughs> love. We will be breaking it down into dummy style today. Um, okay, so yeah, we're going to talk a little bit about the habit loop. So it's essentially a loop which has four components, cue, crave, and routine reward. And... Because you're probably sick of listening to my voice, Karen's going to talk a little bit about this one. So, Karen, <laughs> explain the habit loop to us, because I feel like when you explain it, it makes sense in my head too. Okay, so the habit loop is basically your brain's way of getting feedback. So when you do something, when we do everything, our brain is constantly giving feedback to ourselves to say, yes, I like that, I want to do it again, or no, that's not as useful for me, I'm not going to do that over and over now, our brain also doesn't really know what we want to be <laughs> beneficial and not. Yeah. It can just be something the way our, we look at things, the way we perceive habits and behaviors that uh, goes towards the feedback. So basically, like Tara said, it's, bas- it's broken down into four components. So we have the cue, which is the thing that triggers your brain to initiate the behavior. So think of when you see something or you smell something that is cueing a craving in your head. So picture yourself walking by a bakery and you're getting that smell of the croissant so you're thinking oh I'm craving a bit of a croissant now yeah you mightn't have actually had that craving before and your brain wouldn't have gone to that thought process only this is cueing the craving so this can link to so many different things seeing it smelling it and that's often like a practical thing to think about if you're someone who is maybe on a fat loss journey and you have a lot of like sweets and chocolates and things like that that you really enjoy having out on the countertop that every time you see that your brain is going to cue wanting that and that's the feedback to lead to the craving it's actually so true and i'm going to stop you there before you go on to the next one because literally at the weekend there we had the boards night oh yeah and we had so much stuff so basically for boards night what we did was christmas night where we like brought loads of chocolate we each did a different colored board so mine was brown so i was the one who did chocolate and I bought so much chocolate to cover the board. Now, we were never going to eat all the food. We knew we were never going to eat all the food, but it was kind of for the novelty. And then we all brought back the food. Yeah. So my cupboard is stuffed full of chocolate, right? <laughs> but it's like, when I open the cupboard, I know what's there. There's usually only a packet of salted caramel Tim Tams. If you haven't tried those, you need to try those. <laughs> but I know, and I know every night that I have them because it's like in my routine. Again, it's a habit, right? Yeah. But now there's more chocolate there. Every time I open it, I'm like, I need chocolate. Yeah. Because I see it. So earlier what I had to do was push it all to the back cover. So now I can't see it. Yeah. Um, and it's that like, kind thing just makes it's such, a, such difference. a difference. And like, people will be like, you've no self-restraint. I know. I don't have self <laughs> So I don't make the cue there for me to have. So that's like one that is very practical and yeah. probably very relatable for people at the minute. Definitely. And that goes on to so many different things. So as Tara said, the cue leads to like triggering, triggering the craving. And then the craving is the motivational force behind the actual habit. So the craving is what leads you to respond. So the third one, so we have cue, craving, respond. So the respond is you actually taking that behavior. So back to your example is you seeing the chocolate, 
that's triggering the craving you take the chocolate the response and then that goes on to the reward which is the thing that satisfies our craving so this is all these four parts are basically a loop and if you like look at it in your head as a complete circle four parts is needed to make it a habit so over and over and over again if every time you went to that cupboard and there was chocolate there every time and you took it out every time that's your brain thinking anytime i'm in that cupboard now i will get a satisfying um reward yeah so it's just about noticing what is in your environment and what way you can actually get in interfere with the habit loop so basically the whole idea of it is without the first three steps a behavior will less likely to occur so if you don't have the cue you probably won't even think about it so it won't lead on to the craving and um, and if you also know that maybe the reward actually isn't going to be that satisfying for you then the behavior won't pro- probably happen either without all four of the behaviors then it actually probably won't be repeated so even if you did take that action so it might be that that time you went to cupboard and you did see the chocolate and you did have it and it did satisfy the craving but the next time you didn't have the cue so then that's not going to be repeated so it's not going to be an automatic repetition that goes into your brain to think yeah yeah let's go let's do this all the time let's do this all the time <laughs> but it is it's so true like literally that simple thing and like i said it is connected so once you have the reward then again cue again you open the cupboard or like in that you, you get the satisfaction and then you're like no I want that again it's obvious in my head I know where it is and mm-hmm. just repeats and repeats and repeats so sometimes it's like the simple act of being like okay we no longer have sweets covered or the sweets covered is moved so it's not an eye contact mm-hmm. so instead of it being like literally at the front of the shelf pushing it to the back so you don't see it the first thing you know it's there it's always going to be there if you really want it and like at points you will go and get it but it's just not obvious um, and those little hacks like you said make such a difference yeah. in your day like I even posted a reel the other day and this is actually where this question stemmed from and I was saying how like a cup of tea in my household just meant you had a biscuit yeah and so many people messaged me after that or even clients was like I didn't realize how like those little things were actually impacting me like oh, I'll just have a cup of tea like to me even now it still means cup of tea and biscuit like I rarely sometimes but like rarely <laughs> would have a cup of tea without a biscuit because mm-hmm. that's just like what we always did and now especially in a fat loss phase I'll just swap what I would normally have so if I'm like oh I'll have a cup of tea I I interfere with the habit and be like you're not gonna have breakfast tea you're going to have peppermint tea Mm -hmm. and then I don't have anything linked to that to be like right peppermint tea doesn't mean biscuit peppermint tea just means peppermint tea (laughs) you know and you can just like interrupt them and but before whenever like I was growing up it was so automatic I would have never even thought that like it wasn't weird to have biscuits with your tea because I was came from a household that always had biscuits or had a biscuit cover (laughs) yeah whereas you go to other people's houses and they don't have that and you're like what you know what I mean like it's just and there's so many things that you wouldn't even know that is a habit in your brain like that because they become automatic you can be going through your life and actually once you bring that awareness into your daily routine so if you feel like you're at a stage where you're not really like feeling like your best self or you're not really feeling like you're kind of you know in that lifestyle that you want to be just bring the awareness to your habits you don't need to make any changes yet but see what habits are contributing to your goals or see what habits are maybe bringing you a little bit step skewed the other path yeah <laughs> that you can look at interfering because it's the same way the habit loop we gave them like kind of negative um representations of the habit loop but the same goes for positive positive habits as yeah. well so you can make the rewards like a nice so if you wanted to get into 
a morning walk, you could make it that your reward from a morning walk was a nice cup of coffee when you get home in the morning. Yeah. So that's all the cue. You get up, you see your runners ready to go. That's the thought into your head that, okay, I'm going for my walk. So then you go every walk, that's a response. And then you get the reward of your coffee when you get back. Yeah. And then you time. set those good yeah, things. Exactly. Yeah, so that's it. Yeah, I think, like, first of all, drawing attention to, I guess, more negatives before we get on to, like, step by step. Of, we we kind of went over there. But, like, of the positives and how you can then really bring that into your life and, like, how that's going to get you to your goals is just, again, like you said, bringing awareness to the negative things. But, like, what's some examples of, like, small negative things that you know in your life that could set you off? Um... A big one for me is, and this is funny because it's kind of like two that it's linked to the positive, but it's also the negative, is if I don't have my water bottle, I won't think yeah, to drink same. water. And I feel that often happens on the weekend when I'm out and about more. I won't have my water bottle with me and I could go the whole day without having any yeah. water. And then I'm like, oh my God, what's wrong with me? <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, I'm dehydrated. I'm like a prune. Yeah. Whereas actually, usually during the week, I would have my water bottle the whole time. And that's the cue to my yeah. brain to think drink your water drink your water yeah and I'm getting a reward of feeling good yeah uh, so that's all that definitely comes in very regularly if I don't have that yeah my my habit is not, not yeah there. I also think there's something to be said as well for like instant little hits of what the reward can be so for example like obviously if we could say a positive one would be like you know your alarm goes off which is the cue you see your it's obvious that you're going to your workout because your clothes are there you put them on, you do the routine of the workout and then get the endorphins after mm-hmm. happy days. But one day you could like mute the alarm and you could get the same feedback loop from muting your alarm of like, alarm goes off, hit the alarm, mute it. That's, you know, when you're going back to bed, the reward is a little bit extra sleep. Yeah. And you can very quickly like slip into other pathways mm-hmm. of habits because like every time you choose to do something or choose not to do something, you are reinforcing that whether you like it or not because we are literally our habits it's like the same with productivity I guess like how automatic is it now that we all lift our phones 75 billion times a day like it's and I sometimes do it as a test to myself where I'm like with somebody I'm like there's a silence do not lift your fucking phone yeah do not lift your phone like what is wrong with you that you even have to think do not lift your phone like it's so common that we all do it absolutely but it's such a response now that we're like bored phone yeah like it we nearly skip exercises in the loop because yeah. we're just like reward, just gone, reward. Yeah, exactly. and that's what our brain wants is the rewards yeah at the end of it it's just constantly like whether it's good or whether it's a bad reward it doesn't really like kind of start differentiate like what that instant hit of reward means in the long term it just says reward so yeah exercise or sorry muting your alarm might mean extra sleep initially but in the long term you want to get fit and strong so that's really what you want, but your habits are not really led to go that way. They're led to be a little bit maybe on the side that's a little bit more lenient to yourself. So you have to, have to, have to sort out your habits because that's what you're going to fall to um, whenever you don't have motivation because you can rely on your habits without having willpower. Yeah, That's what consistency is. So Sammy and Karen gave you a program, right? Or yourself, you say you've given yourself a program, you've got like a calorie goal, a, a workout program, and you've got a step goal or whatever. Um, you have that, right? And for a few days, whether the habit loop is entwined or not, you could definitely be like, I'm going to do this for like three days. But after the three days, you don't have a habit in place. So that's why it's so easy to give up or after a week or even after three or four weeks, because it takes like 
I don't know if it's definitely like 66 days, but it's like yeah. a long time for a habit to actually get into place. So that's why we keep saying consistency is key because we want you to get essentially take that plan that you have, repeat it over time and over time. And every time you quote unquote fuck up or slip up or take a day off, you still come back to it. You still come back to that because that is reinforcing like, this is what I do. These are the habits that I want to have. And this is what I'm going to become. And it then ties into your identity that you're like, I'm the kind of person who does this. So the type of person who does that would do this. So the type of person who works out would make sure that their workout gear is there. And it all ties back into each other to build a very, very, I suppose, good lifestyle that is suited to your goals. So you have to come back to your habits or come back to your lifestyle and be like, what are the habits that I want in place? That's why Karen was saying, like, it is a lifestyle change that you'll see when people have a big transformation. Mm -hmm. That is essentially what they're having as a habit change. Habit change, definitely. To stack them up on top of each other. So from the bare bones, if we were going to give you some recommendations of like how to, you know, get the habit loop into your life, let's take a few examples. So let's say working out in the morning. What we would recommend, because we both say this, I'm going to say it on behalf of us, would be that like the night before you would, and these are little habits again that you're doing the night before for mm-hmm. your day, the next day you're going to work out the next um, morning. So we would recommend that you plan knowing, okay, I'm going to work out Monday morning. So what I did last night was leave out my clothes. Again, that's a habit. But that means as soon as I wake up and my eyes open because the alarm goes off, I'm like, okay, lock down, the clothes are there. That is me seeing the cue to think, okay, I need to go forward and do the workout. So cue, you put it on, the routine is putting the clothes on. The clothes are now on, you go and do through the workout yeah um and then you get the reward of the endorphins or you could be like if I do this workout I can get a coffee you can make the reward something that's physical at the beginning if it makes it easier for you to get Mm -hmm. that so like some people will like make it that they're like they just say out loud like my reward is a shower obviously your reward is not going to really be a shower but you're like yeah I can't have that shower until I do this and then it like loops in that way another one what would you say like give another example of like getting something in I would say in relation to I was thinking actually when we were talking about like the phone situation Mm -hmm. um like if I wake up and go on my phone straight away like that kind of sets me up differently than if I I didn't go on my phone straight away yeah um it's very easy when you're in the habit that your alarm goes off you pick up your phone and just scrolling straight away so you can interfere with that by either setting some limits on your phone that actually puts in a block that you can't get yeah. into your phone straight away to stop that automatic thumb going to scroll onto the app yeah so that actually just is like a pause to be like actually no you don't need to use this whether that's the airplane mode or apple link limits whatever it may yeah. be or it might be charging your phone on the other side of the room so when you first wake up you have to get up to turn off the alarm and you're up and it's just about actually seeing what it is that's the thing that's getting you like yeah. what's the craving what's the cue and what can you interfere to change that little habit and I think that for me is definitely one of the things that I fall into so quickly when I get out of the habit yeah and then you notice after a few days and I'm like oh feel like normal my normal yeah like what's going on oh that was me last week every single day (laughs) every single day last week I brought my phone into my bed I don't do that yeah like I always say like our bedroom in this flat right there's nothing in there except the bed so Mm. I'm like it's literally the bedroom like yeah I, yeah I have some clothes there but our main clothes are out in the hall and I just associate that room since we got here I've been sleeping so well because I'm like it's just bedroom mm, like literally yeah. there's nothing else in there 
But last week, for some reason, I don't know what it was, but I had my phone in there every single night and my sleep was so bad. Yeah. So, so, so bad. It wasn't even that I was on it for very long. I was on it for like five minutes or whatever. Yeah. And I said to Niall, I was like, we are taking, the phones are not coming in here. So last <laughs> night we put them in the office and I had such a better sleep. And right. I was like, the, the thing wasn't there for me to even think about it. Like, because we have our own alarm, like, you know, the Lumi alarm. Yeah. So you don't need it. Like, no, exactly. you do not need it. And then that's the thing that goes on. Like, you didn't sleep well. And then that goes on to your day. And yeah. maybe you feel less motivated in the workout. You feel less motivated to eat nutrition. That's 100%. That's what, how, what we mean by, like, it's all compounded. So, like, every single habit compounds to what your day looks like, yeah. what your week looks like, what your month looks like, really. It can even be as simple as, like, I was thinking there, because one of the girls was saying in the check and she to get her steps up because she works in an office job she always parks further away but last yeah. week she kind of let that slide so she was like back to doing that and I was like it's so true it's even like those things where like you have the automatic car parking space so you just default to go in there like that's a habit yeah you can change that habit by parking elsewhere right and like sometimes even this is so simple but like I was like oh this is so stupid this is what's going on in my head like but I was getting on the bus and I always sit in the same seat in the bus right <laughs> right like you know if the bus is empty yeah like I would sit in the same seat and I'm like I don't want to be the kind of person who just sits on the right hand side in the second seat <laughs> so I was like I'm gonna mix it up every time I get on the bus like I can be adaptable <laughs> I'm gonna be more adaptable I can sit anywhere on this bus and it's not gonna impact me you know maybe I'm gonna sit in the fourth seat sounds so stupid but we all default to it yeah, like, we I was do. like we need to switch it up a little bit here we need to keep ourselves going because inherently actually our brains are lazy so it's yeah like we need to keep it going and keep these things like that adapting so that you're in like your automatic thoughts are gonna be <laughs> things that are really like, you know, like one star on her duty she's deciding to sit in the third row <laughs> exactly well as you mentioned there as well when you were saying about the late like habits being late and stuff that is another tool that James Clear recommends is the habit stacking. Oh yes, which we love. We love. We love stack. a habit stack. <laughs> the habit stack is basically all the habit things that tasks that we give. Yeah, it's like very practical. So um, practical ways to actually like put habits into your life. So if you're listening to us now and be like, yeah, 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 great. However, <laughs> yeah, get to it. I've thought about that. I've tried that. It's not working. The habit stacking, I feel, is one that really. Does it's practical it. that's yeah. why it basically is how you link a new habit that you want to a habit that's already in your life yeah so for example brushing your teeth in the morning that's a habit you don't even think about that you brush your teeth every morning hopefully yeah. <laughs> no, you brush your teeth every morning and if you had something that you wanted to link say you wanted to start reading more you could link brushing your teeth with reading one page of a book after and over time of repeating that it's so random they're not even kind of linked yeah habits but over time when you go to brush your teeth your brain will think book book yeah and then you can read one two page of your book but obviously it's not going to happen after one day you have to do yeah. consistently that's just one example if you have any other examples what you'd find helpful with yeah i think that's definitely one i know for me um water would be one that i have at stock um throughout my day so say if I give myself like a water goal of 500 mils I used to use this all the time when I used to be chronically bad at drinking water and um, would be 500 mils so I had a two liter goal 500 mils with every meal so that meant I couldn't physically eat the meal until I had 500 yeah. mils so I would drink 500 mils before breakfast and I literally would have my breakfast there and I'm like you're not allowed to eat it until you drink that last bit of water and then the next 500 had to be done by lunch so ideally obviously I'd be sipping it 
like throughout yeah, gym breakfast lunch. but if I didn't have it done I was like no 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 you're not eating until you drink that and then I just got into like the routine of it and it was the same so breakfast lunch and dinner I would always have one done and then the last one was before bed but in general I generally would have went to the gym or you know I would have sipped mm-hmm. on another 500 throughout the day so that one wasn't the problem but it was like the bulk of it I was like like that just it wasn't in my routine like I just didn't or anything of it but when I started to work in like a normal job I was like okay I need to get water in in my day here because it's not like you know you're not in uni where you're just like going to a coffee shop or going home or whatever like there's water accessible like there's not really there's only those wee cones you know the cones you fill like at a dentist who wants to drink out of them and also it was in like the waiting area it's kind of grim so you needed to have a habit so that was one that really 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 helped me and I think I just in general like I have it stack a lot of things like even productivity hacks like I would have it stack going to the coffee shop with a certain type of work that I do you know like it would generally be like very um what do you call it focused work like phone off Mm -hmm. like just kind of get a coffee that's my reward for going there and doing it but I kind of like have that in my head and then like that my office I'm like this is close the door this is the time that I'm like doing my check-ins my like focus time um and kind of segmenting those things off as well I find like that really helps to practically have it stack some things if that makes sense um let me think of a few other I feel like my whole day is really helpful yeah, because I do genuinely so like leave yeah. my stuff out the night before all that there like down to the fact that I would literally have like my lunch Niall's lunch in the fridge yeah and then like the breakfast sitting on top of it so he knows which is what and I know what's and I just grab it and it just makes everything easier I think that the habits that are in your favorite can just make life easier Definitely. but the same way that you were saying earlier like you know sometimes you feel off like it is so 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 easy to let habits slide yeah it's very easy for you to come back to them when you've practiced them for a long time so for example like if I'm out of whack for a week or two it's so easy to slide back into old habits but equally it is then easier to come back to the other habits as well mm-hmm. but it takes a lot of time like it, it takes a lot a lot a lot of time and I think this is where people think is like discipline I don't think it's discipline I think it's habits, habits yeah yeah same, definitely I think as well like if there is something that you're like okay yeah I have left my habits in my head where I get back into them like there's when we sp- spoke about earlier the habit loop like how you can actually see what to do like different things you can do be like making it obvious this mm-hmm. is what it's linked to the cue the craving response reward make it obvious make it something that you like want to do like it's easy for you to do as well like you said you have things ready for you in the fridge like that's easy for you to choose that you're gonna way more likely have that thing that's already ready for your breakfast than you are gonna be to make something that's maybe less nutritionally dense just yeah. because you want it you're gonna go for the thing that's easy and less friction and then making it satisfying as well like that getting your thing that you actually enjoy but you can trick your brain into enjoying things that maybe you haven't previously you can change yeah. that around it's just really about like kind of tricking your brain it's it like, is it's like <laughs> hacking the fact yeah. out of your brain literally wiring that like to it down and it is just like the repetition of that as well like you do just have to practice that and just because if you miss like one day or a couple of days of it that doesn't mean that you have to start from scratch either no we're saying repetition we're saying consistency but it's over time it's not perfection every single day so don't no. worry about that yeah 100 agree and then also i just thought of one there was protein oh yeah so because <laughs> everyone always asks about protein um but if you don't buy the protein it's obviously not going to be a habit for you to have that in your food like 
if you have a house like I'm literally looking at my kitchen here right now but like if there's I opened that and I never seen any like protein sources no yogurts no like um meat in there whatever and it was at the shop there's such a delay in me having to get there like it's such a struggle for me to get there it's just inconvenient yeah. whereas I open the fridge or I open the cupboards and I'm like options there's options that I need to have in my diet right now that'll help me towards my goals that makes it easier so like you have to then put those things in place in your environment so you think okay like I need to have ham in my sandwich today not just cheese or like there's tuna there I can make that into a pasta Mm -hmm. and like you've got practical little examples there that you can use very easily in your day-to-day life and like you would never think oh I need to have it like protein into my life but you do you have to make it obvious you have to make it a track like literally screaming in front of you because our brains are lazy and decision fatigue is the number one thing that I think ruins people's goals I know for me anyway like if I have to think about something or like you know you're out and you don't have your stuff with you it is so much harder to make a good decision yeah whereas if you just have it in your bag you're like well I'm just having this I don't have to think about it it makes it so much easier so what is it you fall to your systems is that the is that that quote? I can't remember what it is. Say, you do not rise to the level of your goals; you fall to the level of your systems. Yes, that is it. Quoted by James Clear. Quoted by James Clear. That is so true, though. It is true, and that's why people are like look at other people um, and think as well. Like, why can they do it? And I can't do it. Yeah. It's just their systems are in place. Yeah, exactly. Where you might think that someone looks like they have their shit together or whatever, it's actually probably just the habits and the preparation that they've put in that actually time. Now they're not even thinking about it time time exactly. people don't give anything enough time and as we said like we're talking weeks months here for you to get habits in place so give yourself that and you'll be flying so to recap if your daily habits and um your actions essentially align to your goals and you have the consistency to put in the work and build on it you will be successful because if you have a goal, but you have no habits or you have no actions, then the goal is is just a goal. Yeah, it's just, just a, a dream. It's just a dream. It's <laughs> a thought. In the future. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, if yeah, if you basically have the systems in place, is what we're saying. If your actions can align with your goals, because you have the habits in place that help you, and that means on the days that's really fucking hard yeah. and you don't have the willpower, then you still get up and you go. Exactly. And if you're not sure. Just bring the awareness to your day-to-day habits. Just have take a step back, have a look. What do you actually fall to without noticing? What do you do in the day-to-day? You might not even realize it. And then you can look at being like, okay, what habits do I need to rewire here? How do I make it easier for myself? How do I make it more obvious? How do I get the cues in so that I can interfere with this habit loop? And then that's how you make the changes. So start with the awareness and then make the changes yeah and then the last thing actually just I thought of there it was environment we didn't really oh, talk yeah. about that is like how impactful that is yeah, to your day-to-day definitely. so like we were just saying like make it obvious all that there jazz like you might just genuinely be in an environment now like say your food shop like your entire food cupboards are not in alignment with your goals then your environment isn't really set up for success so I'm not saying go and take all the food and throw it out <laughs> But, you know, it would be looking at that being like, yeah, fair enough. If I open this, there's probably nothing in alignment with my goals here. Or not that there's nothing in alignment, but majority of it isn't really helping me towards my goals, right? You might then be like, right, okay, I need to switch this up or I need to make things a little bit easier so that, like, the fruit isn't up at the back of the cupboard. It's actually mm-hmm. down at eye level. This is the same thing as, do you see whenever you're out shopping 
and on the end of the aisles they have all the things that you buy because yeah. they make it so obvious for you to want them like marketing is such a thing like yeah, even the products that are at eye level or the most bought products yeah. in the shop like sometimes you go for a really niche thing there's a reason you can't find it is because it's not as in high demand as the other things so like coke for example it will be everywhere it'll be at the end of every aisle yeah. they are literally smart on their market and they know that they want you to buy it so it's so obvious so your environment and not just in your kitchen but like anywhere you are like you always fall to the five people that you're around you or whatever like if you want to see yourself in five years look at the five people around you like mm-hmm. do they uplift you and i find this one it's so true but it can be really hard for people because not everyone can really always choose the five yeah. around them um but it is very true and sometimes you have to be a little bit stronger to just be aware that the five people around you maybe will not uplift you and that's mm-hmm. enough for you to be like right I'm taking the control back into my hands and I can do whatever I want to do. So creating your environment will be a key part to this because it will really help you set up for your goals. So like a clean space, making sure that you've got like your workout gear, like at the front of your cupboard or out on the desk or whatever um, can really help as well. Or even having like a designated place to put your phone when you don't bring it into your bedroom. Like you're like, that's where my phone sits every night at the same place. Yeah. And it can be like a really good environmental thing. It seems like sleep, I think. Yeah. Like I find getting the room ready for sleep is like a key thing. And then that's your brain seeing that it's like a little bit darker and it's like, okay, this is triggering my brain to realize that it's nearly time for sleep. I'm starting to wind down Mm -hmm. now. And the response is you're going to sleep and the reward is getting sleep. So it's all all linked in this feedback. It's all linked in this feedback loop. So yeah, Um, I think that's pretty much it. I think we went into a dummy version of what James Clear basically sold millions of copies about. Yeah. So we're not coming for James Clear. We love you. We love you, James. Um, But yeah, anyone who wants to read that book, it's absolutely iconic. Or listen to an audible. audible, yeah. Yeah. 1.5 1.5 no that actually is so 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 good so we would recommend it but if not hopefully this has given you enough information yeah, to go and start with yourself your journal and your own habits and just go from there yeah 100% and then you'll be thriving in a few weeks anyway thank you guys so much for listening thank you thank you thank you thank you if you enjoyed it um make sure to share it with a friend or tag us on instagram at tara gfit what's your handle uh cas underscore w at cas underscore w cas w was taken so she had to use yeah exactly (laughs) that underscore is important um okay thank you so much for listening we'll be back soon bye. bye keep it up